If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. What no, what no, this that boy Jizzle. One fourth of them franchise boys. And you know I'm skipping clad, gripping ass on the progress report. Holler to Guala. Jizzle? The progress report. All right, it's your girl, Lala Shepard. This is a new episode of Skipping Class, man. We be bringing all the legends through, man. I got Jizzle, man. What's good? Well, no, well, no. Damn right, damn right, man. Welcome to Skipping Class. You know, uh, I came up listening to y'all, so shit, this shit is dope. You so know? you was skipping class with me? Right. <laughs> I had Parlay up here. We had Pimpin' up here, you know what I mean? Of course, R.I.P. Buddy, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, what's the Buddy? Damn right. Never forget you, John, but now you got that boy Jizzle. Damn right, yeah. man. That's crazy. I remember, yeah. you know, we, we was teens, me and my cousins and shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody act like they was a certain member of the group and shit, and that shit just so funny. Just thinking play back, me like, well, play me well, okay. Man, play me well. <laughs> that shit's so crazy. So this is dope. So you right, know, right, right. So let's start it from the top, man. Um, tell me about growing up on the west side of Atlanta for you. Um, you know, it was just like anywhere else in the ghetto. Like you know, you're trying to find your way, you're trying to make it out of poverty. But in some ways, you know, music saved me. Mm. So that's how I was it, but I had a I had a rough rough upcoming. I've been through some things now. We went sure. through some things. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, how were you as a, a child? I know you had a lot of you know issues that you had got into, but describe yourself as a child. Issues I got into. <laughs> I mean, trouble just kind of fine, but I wasn't just a horrible bad child or whatever, but. I was into things and I was like a little ahead of my time. Like mm. a lot of stuff my peers were doing, I wasn't doing the stuff I was doing. I thought they were doing, but they weren't doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I was a little bit before my time. Respect, respect. Um, so what's your thoughts on I'm a red sorry, not sorry song? Who and what? You ain't heard it? I'm sorry, so can you repeat the question, what'd you say? Have you heard I'm a Red is Sorry Not Sorry song yet? Um, it went viral. So if you haven't heard it, wow. It, it, I, I mean, see, I, it's. I haven't heard it. You say you haven't? I haven't heard it. Okay. I haven't heard it. Sorry, I'm a Red. I haven't heard it. Respect? Yeah. Okay. We want you to come skip class with us and share your story on our new segment called Skipping Class. Look, we want to talk to all the artists, indie or mainstream, or if you're an entrepreneur, come build your brand with us and tell your story to the world. You'll also get the show in our locker and you'll get promo clips for all your fans. So DM us today or visit our website, tprmediagroup.com. Get locked in with us. Well, it, it was going viral, and it was I thought it was a dope song okay. because of the fact it, it made everybody talk uh-huh. in Atlanta. And what was the song? What, what, what it made them talk about? So she was pretty much calling out parts of Atlanta. That's oh, the Atlanta. girl who's talking about this ain't Atlanta and that ain't yeah. Atlanta. And that, oh, huh. I, I don't know a damn name. I mean, um, okay. Um, okay. Um, well, I think about it, I think it was a good marketing strategy. 
I think it was a good marketing strategy, and I liked it, the fact that she can actually rap. Yes. I give that. Now, I, I didn't know who you were when you were talking about Amra. I didn't, I don't, like, you know what I'm saying? What's that? You know, I'm a grandfather now. Shit. I got you. We're going to get into that. <laughs> so, I mean, hearing that song, what did you think? What do you think when it comes to what's considered Atlanta to you? Um, where I'm from, which is west side of Atlanta, Ella Temple, Lucia. Um, we, we, we always said we were coming up if one for the county one in Atlanta. So I don't disagree with what she's saying. I'm not saying what she's saying, but that's something we used to say coming up. That we used to say if it ain't for county, if you weren't born in Greater or whatever, we, we were saying it wasn't Atlanta. So I ain't got nothing against what she said, you know what I'm saying? Respect. Respect. What's your thoughts on the Atlanta music scene now? I mean, some of it I like, some of it I don't, but I'm trying not to be too opinionated because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I mess with some of the youngest and some of them I don't. Some of it I like, some of it I don't, but, you know, I adapt to it. It's them doing their thing just like it was when our era, we were doing our thing. Some folk liked it, some folk didn't. It was a new era. That's they, that's they way. That's facts. That's facts. So when did you originally get into music yourself? Um... Doing music professionally since 2003, 2004, but doing music, period, since I was nine years old. Mm. Like, I was the first one in the group doing music. Like, we was in school and stuff, they, was, they wasn't doing music and stuff. I was the only one doing music. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and at what point did you guys become them franchise boys officially? Um, it used to be pimping on the group. People do white tea and oh, I think they like me. And um, we both from the same project at the temple, and he lived in the projects out there with his mama, and I lived out there with my mama. But some things happened, and Pimp was able to figure out a way he could get him an own apartment. So Pimp ended up getting an apartment in the temple, and that's where the studio was. Uh. So at that time, it was just a whole bunch of dudes just hung around the studio and just recording and this and that, and Pimp would just be recording, because Pimp was the producer. He was the only one that made beat. It was just a whole bunch of solo artists. And when it came down to see who was willing to put what into doing it, it kind of sort of out who the group was. Got you. Got you. Uh, well, yeah, I definitely brought some of the, you know, original CDs that I, I keep. I'm going to have you sign. But I want you to look at those CDs uh, and, and tell me, like, your favorite Certified memory. Ghetto Gold, this is double platinum, and this might be gold now. Mm. Yeah. Look at each of them CDs and tell me, like, your, your favorite memory or a moment from, you know, each of those CDs, that first thing that come to your mind. We were still in the streets, but we were going through some stuff, but we were straight out of projects with a lot of money on this motherfucker. <laughs> we were straight out of the project. This one right here, this this changed my motherfucking life. And I had a lot of fun doing this project right here. This changed the nigga life. This was during the same time, but this was for Houston because uh, Michael Watts had did the Chop and Screw version and it did very well down in Houston. Shout out to Kiki, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Paul Wall, shout out TV Johnny, all my people down there. Holla at you, Guala, Jizzle. But yeah. Damn right. Yeah, these, you just definitely captured some moments in my life. Mm. And it's still one album missing. I know it. Album. I know. I couldn't yeah, find yeah, that one. Yeah. I feel like I feel like one of my cousins must have stole it because I ain't got they that one. They had to. They had yeah, to. Yeah, because yeah. I got everything else. Yeah, I got the chopped yeah. screws. So you know. I yeah, got you know you one. got the chopped. And all of these are on my balance at my house. All of these albums, including the one you're missing. Yep. And the plaques too. Oh, that, oh, that, that, that. Period. Talk that shit. Oh. All right. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> make sure I get your signature.
I'll make sure I get your signature, you know, we'll do, before we'll do, we get we'll done do. and all oh, that good shit. Nobody has done that, and I've been I've been back home working for a minute, and ain't nobody whipped out the official albums. The official on joints. So that means you spent money. Oh yeah. <laughs> you stood in line. You spent some money. Man, you know yeah, what? That was, this this first one though was probably my favorite. It's like, it was just so raw, like, I don't know. It was like, straight, because that the majority of that music, if it wasn't recorded at our studio, mm -hmm. that album that got recorded at Rocco Studio. Shout out to Rocco the Dunn. That's my, that's right. my ace, Rocco. Damn right, yeah. damn yeah. right. Um, I, you know, uh, something that was fascinating about when you guys was coming up to me was that it was cool for y'all to be dancing dudes, but niggas knew, like, these official dudes, like, you know what I mean? Let's some people did. That. We had we had to go through some things to, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Talk about that. Hash some things out because that was a thing too, certain places with certain people in certain area because, you know, especially when we got, you know, attached to Jermaine Dupree, you know, people started feeling like, well, oh, they just some group. But they didn't know that we was niggas and like Shawty yeah. ain't had no control over <laughs> nothing was going on or what we were doing. You know, Shawty was just, you know what I'm saying, the piggy bank to put the battery in the nigga back. You know what I'm saying? Damn right. Yeah, right. yeah, but they found out that, you know, what it was. Respect. <laughs> Already. So, I mean, recall those times, though, man. Y'all niggas was really dancing, working out low-key, you know what I mean, as y'all performing and shit. I just started working out. But anyway, but, you know, you talking about, about, far, too. You're talking about far as the like, dancing. Indirectly, like, indirectly, niggas was, like, dancing, you know what I mean, yeah, and yeah, performing. Yeah, yeah, because it was always, it was always did it because you love it and, have fun doing it, you know what I'm saying? So that's what we sort of always did. And then the music that we was doing at the time, we weren't doing it to just have a five song or try to make it as a rapper. We was doing music just for the pool palace, mm -hmm. just to take to the pool palace and T-Rock to play it, you know what I'm saying? And if it became something in there, you felt like you had something. Mm. Respect. Yeah. Man, talk about earning y'all respect as Atlanta artists though, because you know, shit, during the snap movement and stuff, like, I, I don't know, it was... Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. It was still a lot of people that wasn't really trying to give y'all respect as rappers, you know what I mean, and, and respecting the South. Right, right, right. That's why, you know, them were people that wasn't, like, listening to those albums. They'll just know, like, those commercial songs that's on the radio and the videos is playing all day on mm. television or what have you. But that's why I was doing some of the things that I was doing, like at the concert, especially every time on Rap City in the basement. Mm -hmm. I gave it to them, and that's why we, you know, on that second album, worked with so many different artists. It's just to show, you know what I'm saying, that we can stand up with them, and we were definitely emceeing, especially me. You know, I wasn't laying down on them. You know, I had been rapping since I was nine. They started, you know, in the 
in the millennium years of, of doing music, you know, it was it, it, so I was very passionate about it like I am now. Damn right, damn right. Um, so are you still eating off those songs? Till I D.I.E. Period. Till I D.I.E. Love that. Yeah, already. Business in order. Already, till I D.I.E., baby. Okay, period, period. <laughs> yeah, 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 already. So what's your relationships like now with the other members? I mean, we we still run a company. I mean, we businessmen, you know what I'm saying? But I'm a solo artist and, yeah. you know, they doing what they doing and I'm doing what I'm doing. But right. if it can make sense, we trying to put this verses together for D4L and them franchise boys. You know what I'm saying? Somebody need to holler at Timberland, somebody need to holler at Swizzy. Swizzy, you know you know me. I know you might be still mad at me, Swizzy Beats, but holler at your guala. Somebody get in touch with uh, uh, Revolt, whoever need to make it happen. Let's make that happen, because that's, I've actually talked to some of the D4L members about it. You know what I'm saying? So if that could come into play, other than that, you know, we all just doing our individual things. Time for that, man. I would, I would yeah. greatly appreciate that. Yeah, thing. yeah, because I got to get y'all prepared for my cooking show and my book about to drop, Lean, right. Lean in the Pot with it, Jizzles Ghetto Gourmet. Yeah. We're gonna get into that. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah, why why was Swiss Beats me mad at you? Um We had at 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 the time, you know, Swiss and us had the same manager and we did a lot of records mm. with Swiss. And for the third album, Swizzy, he produced some things for me. He produced some things and we did the records and everything. Swiss got this thing, he would not let you take that music out of the studio. Mm. So when it came down to the third album, you know, everybody got to sign off of it. You know, another song got picked over Swizzy's song. So I seen Swizz B said, oh, yeah. Man, I thought it was a Grammys or some shit. I said, yeah. I was trying to avoid the shit out of him. I know it's like, fuck shit. Cause this same shit happened to Bobby V with me before. So I'm trying to avoid him. And he's like, ah, so I wasn't good <laughs> enough. So I wasn't good enough. I'm gonna be good and I'm gonna get it next time. I was like, Swiss, it's not even like that, baby. He walked off over there with Alicia Keys. But yeah, we definitely gotta get that versus, man. That should've be fire. Yeah, so yeah, I'll fight for it too, man. Come but, on, shit. Yeah, let's make that happen. Let's make That'll that happen. That'll be dope. Already. Man, so so talk about just, you know, staying active just as far as releasing your own music and you know, what's what's been the feedback now? Um, like it's been the feedback has been crazy because you know we also put out a new franchise record as well. It's on mm. Spotify right now. And I've been on the road like a motherfucker lately. So Eat. it's been getting great. Yeah, yeah. It's been, been on the road like a motherfucker. Blessings. I'm booked, I'm booked, I'm booked. Big blessings, <laughs> so, big blessings. Yeah, it's getting, getting great response and doing well and we continue to grow every day. So yeah, blessings. For sure. Yeah, already. Um, how has the game changed, you know what I mean, from your perspective, like from when you first really got into it to, you know, now, because the shit always changing, but from your perspective? I mean, a lot of change about it. It's like no artist development. They're just signing these kids and just throwing them out here. They get on television saying their thing. They don't know how to perform. Um, some of them probably couldn't tell you the five elements of hip hop. Uh, mm. It's a gang of things I can tell you about what has changed, but like I said, I adapt to it. I try not to be too opinionated. Cause that's their era, that's their line, and True. I'm staying mine, and I ain't gonna change. You know what I'm saying? Damn right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what that is. And I, I, I wanted to ask you about your cooking show. I know you had mentioned it anyway. Yeah, already. But you know, what's your, what's your favorite dish to make, man? What you be? What you? Oh, be? that's easy. Chicken. What chicken kind of wings. chicken? Chicken wings. Okay. Yeah. What flavor? Like. Uh, my favorite, myself, is mild extra crispy. Mmm. But I can 
prepare them in the way you want them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I know you're a real chef because you said I can prepare them, okay? Not yeah. cook. You know yeah. the real the lingo. Yeah. That's how you know somebody really cooking and shit. Yeah. For sure. Already. So with the cooking show, man, what can we expect? To see how a ghetto nigga like his food. Got you. See how, to see how a ghetto nigga like his homemade pizza, his homemade chicken wings, mm. his homemade hamburgers, his homemade nachos, his tacos. You know what I'm saying? How I make my Kool-Aid. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respect. Now, I did want to ask you about weight loss as well. Because when yeah. we was first introduced to you on a public yeah, spectrum, you know, yeah. this was a little bigger. Yeah, of course, of so, course. So um, talk about that, man. Okay, I'm going to tell you three things. Like, okay. One, that hard living will catch up with you. You said the what? That hard living. Hard living. Yeah, meaning no sleeping, drinking and smoking and partying all the time, etc. Then I have type 2 diabetes and I mm. have heart failure now. So Shit. That has a lot to do with it, so I had to keep myself at a certain weight and adjust to the medicine that I'm taking. And still keep kind of doing what I'm doing, but doing so much other shit now too, because it's not just performing and appearances and all that old other shit. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Got you. But I look good like this oh, shit, nah. though, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I look you looking like shit. it, respect. <laughs> I mean, so what would be your advice to, you know, maybe some other people struggling with, you know, they, they journey to weight loss? I mean, try to just try to eat better and do at least half of what the doctor say. You'll be all right. <laughs> you said half of what the doctor At least try to do half of what the motherfucker talking about. You'll be all right. Trust me, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. You, shit, listen to me. Respect. Hell yeah. Respect. Um, now I know you said you're a grandfather now yeah. and you know, congratulations. Um, how is that relationship with your grandchild or grandchildren different from you being a dad? Cause you know, they, they say the grandparents are, are way more soft on the grandkids. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's so crazy because you know, some of my grandchildren like might be the same age as some of my children. Like I'm a father of many. Like, okay. of many. Yes. Yeah, I have a couple grandchildren. Matter of fact, my oldest daughter is about to have another one. Wow. So, yeah, I'm Grandpa Pa. But you got to think about it. When White TV, that green album, when yeah. that green album came out, that's the very first album. Oh, yeah. When that album came out, I was the only guy in the group that had a kid already. Yep. I had a kid already on that album. Been Before the album. Sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. for real. Respect. Respect. So, but I do be soft on the grandchildren. Then I have to be lenient to the dollars. You know what? Just yeah. all of y'all run over me. Yeah. yeah. It be like kinda, that. Though. Yeah, that's what kind of where I'm at now. I used to be hard as hell on, but now, kind of all y'all run over me. So. Yeah. So what's your what's your mindset? What's your what's your energy like these days? I just wanna got just make it well like my whole team. Like I got a real great team and anything possible with like with the team that I have. So I just wanna make sure my team's straight. Right. And you know, my family's straight like I've always tried to make sure they are. So I'm just focusing on making sure everybody's straight and getting each other together. Alright, what you gonna do, Shawty? Alright, what you gonna do? Look, you either well you ain't gonna rap. Oh well you finna be on Simpson with a thousand dollars in Knicks. You gonna get my money. <laughs> now, like, you know, that's where I'm hit like right now. That's bad. Figuring this out and making all these lunges and stuff. That's and putting my artist out, you know, um, okay. Money Sauce, Young Sauce to God. He's on everything with me. He on the road with me. Yeah. We got a new song out, video out. Song out on all streaming platforms called Talk My Shit. You can get that too. 
I'm just working. I'm all over the place, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to put my eggs in one basket no more. Damn right. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to have an Easter egg hunt. Okay. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> um, so, you know, the name of our platform is The Progress Support, man. We talk about growth, getting better. So yeah. how do you feel like you've progressed lately as a person? Oh, man, I ain't snapped. I progressed as a person. Like, my patience, I got more patience. Like, I've gotten more humble. You know, I, I haven't snapped like i said and i'm learning how to, to just like because a lot of the fake shit in the industry used to bother me to the point where like you would get a reaction out of me period mm. and now i just i've learned to just let people people be who the hell they are like you can let nothing but i just learned to let people be who they are yeah, yeah so i think that's a part of my growth respect and my focus being in another place you know what i'm saying yeah big respect right so what you got coming up next? Oh, um, my cooking show, uh, my book, Ain't Nothing Wrong With The Truth. Mm. Them franchise boys, the story, my story. Yeah, everybody been wanting to hear it, so get ready for it, that's coming. Um, and I'm popping up in every city near you, man. Next is Kentucky, then we're going to Phoenix, then we're going to Little Rock, then, you know, the trip goes on. So I'm coming to a city near you, you know what I'm saying? Go check out them platforms, all them, them records. All Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Them franchise boy, get out my dick. That boy, Jizzle, I'm outside. Talk my shit. Holla at your guala. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah, more and some more. Okay. Yeah. Good shit. Jizzle, man, thank you so much for skipping class with me, man. Man, appreciate you allowing me to tag along with y'all. Damn right. <laughs> the Progress Report. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's.